0: And now, here's the latest Team Building
1: Podcast.
0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Another episode of the Team Building Podcast. I'm Jeff Cohn. We interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Have a very special guest today. He's been on the show a few times. He is my seventh cousin. He runs a very successful lead conversion company out of College Station, Texas, in Rockerbox. Mr. Josh Cunningham, welcome to the Team
1: Building Podcast. Thanks so much, Jeff. It's always a pleasure to uh, be a guest on the team building podcast and always a great time to hang out with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Uh, We've invited Josh to come again and keynote the team building summit in May. So be sure if you haven't picked up a ticket yet, go out to EliteRealEstateSystems.com, click on events, grab a ticket. We are hosting an in-person event. It's two days long. It's going to be amazing. And Josh is keynoting and talking about millennial engagement. And I know your business there in College Station consists of a handful of millennials. You've probably had hundreds of millennials work for you over the last, what, five or 10 years? Yep, absolutely. So we've, today, uh, we're going to focus on
1: that a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so we, uh, yeah, we, since 20, 2013, we've actually hired and trained over 300 inside sales assistants. Uh, and like you said, we're located in College Station, Texas. And for those of you who don't know, that's home to Texas A&M University. And uh, despite all the Aggie jokes out there, it is actually a very prestigious university. So, you know, we collect these all these bright and enthusiastic and sharp, um, you know, young professionals that are investing in themselves, looking to improve their their skills and their talents and their experiences, and uh, that's essentially our talent pool for hiring all these you know sophisticated callers to call cold buyer leads all day long. So, uh, we've learned a thing or two uh, in the past about you know what it what it takes to grow and lead a, a team of millennials and create a winning culture. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of people asking me a lot about that recently because, uh, in the next handful of years, uh, it's estimated by 2025 that over 75% of the workforce is going to be made up of millennials. So that's a little scary for some people to think about.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, and I know you guys have done an awesome job at building a culture to attract millennials um, with your gamification and the way that you go out and you um, give out awards for how long people have been with you. And like the most, li- mo- I think you said something in one of our recent calls about something like a- awarding them with the most likely to insert the word. Um, kind of reminds me of high school where it was like most likely to succeed, most likely to whatever they're, qu- you know. Mm-hmm. The- So let's talk about that a little bit because obviously those listening run successful real estate teams or aspiring to or have successful brokerages. Everyone wants to add millennials to our agent count because obviously they're going to be with us for 20 or 30 years. Uh, Maybe before we dive down this rabbit hole, first defining what a millennial is. My wife and I have always had a lot of arguments about this point because I've always claimed that I'm a millennial and that she's not. Mm -hmm. She was born in 1978. I was born in 1981. And surprisingly, Last I checked, Wikipedia definition was anyone born 1978 to like 1982 or something. But I don't think we're talking about that demographic when we say audibly millennial. Mm -hmm. Right? right? Because we're talking about 20-year-old college kids. They're not millennials any longer. That's like, what generation is that? Z generation or something? Something like that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. it's if you Google it, you're going to come up with a different answer every single sure. time. But yeah, the I guess the uh, the idea here is that the next wave of the young professional workforce, yep. uh, and obviously it does sort of have a negative connotation. Uh, you hear it mostly brought up when people are complaining about stuff, complaining about people's work ethic, or complaining about people you know not just understanding that you just got to go and do things just because that's what I said. So uh, it's a little bit more of a of a of, of a mentality uh, that they embody, which is you know this new generation of the workforce isn't like our parents were, where you go and you work for a company and you stay there for 40, 50 years and retire. Um, Instead it's uh, people are looking for more experience in their work. They're looking for more learning opportunity. They're looking for more uh, team building, um, you know, versus just individual performance. So it's sort of these elements, you know, we kind of generalize this, this, uh, this generation as um, you know, people that are looking for, for more meeting and, uh, and and for more, you know, rewards and the type of work that they do, because it's not just about a paycheck anymore. That's, that's sort of the way to summarize it. Totally. I love it. And it's
0: funny every Tuesday we do office orientation and tours. I actually provide those and love doing that. Uh, we're really proud of our new office build out that we just Launched in August, um, it's a 10,000 square foot hybrid tech-powered office of the future, uh, providing a WeWork space with a training room and a virtual reality room, a, a podcast station. Um, it was a, a space really designed for that next generation workforce. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, I was bringing about 15 people through. That's about the average every week that come through. And three were ju- were in college or just out of college, whereas the rest were like experienced real estate agents that had been mm-hmm. since 10 or 20 years. And I found myself the whole time just talking to the college kids and feeling like I was identifying a lot more with them than the experienced real estate agent because all the stuff I'm doing is speaking their language Mm -hmm. and asking yourself if the things you're doing in your business, aren't speaking the college students language, you probably need to change the language you speak in your business. Mm -hmm. And it comes down to all the digital technology that we're incorporating virtual reality. Every office is wired with zoom. And we have Aver sound bars with inset 4k cameras so people can do zoom conferencing and the list goes on and on. Like I'm in our podcast station right now, but these kids were like Christmas morning. Like they were Mm -hmm. like, it was so, so refreshing because think of what they see when they leave college. Most businesses are so old-fashioned
1: yep. and archaic, right? Yep. It's still just like office space. You know, they uh, they <laughs> sit in traffic all day. So oh, they can look forward to hanging out in their cubicle and being annoyed by the people around them. But, you know, their, their token of appreciation is their business card with their name on it. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's that's not necessarily the, the life of fulfillment that the next generation is oh. looking for if you guys have not seen office space, highly recommend it. Uh, definitely in my
0: top 20 movies, what would you say you do here? (laughs) That's a classic.
1: There's so many quotables from that movie.
0: There are, let's get into it. So like, you know, um, obviously talking from an agent's perspective, like all the things I know that you guys are doing at college sta- in college station with Rockerbox um, will apply to anyone building and scaling a real estate business or anyone building and scaling a business in general. So mm-hmm. let's get into some of those strategies that you guys are incorporating. One of the things I wanted to talk about was huddles. Yeah, because they're really good at bringing the team together. And I've been in your physical office space. It's an awesome space. But the thing that really was telling to me is like, even the conference rooms, like at the, it's the center, at the mm-hmm. center of your office, and you can see everyone everywhere, like no matter where you go, it's all open. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like the office concept of the future. If it, I've been to Zillow and Amazon and Google and all these places and it's all open. Mm-hmm. So yep. first, I, I would say that's a big, a big thing from like a working together slash collaboration. How do you do that as a call center?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, there's, there's a lot of different things that you can, you know, you can witness, you can observe, you can measure, you can track, you can improve, uh, and you can even imitate and duplicate and copy off of other people that you see doing these cool culture things. But it really starts step one by being a purpose driven organization. Right, having some sort of why, some having some sort of bigger meaning. Uh, And again, when I started Rockerbox back in 2013, you know, I was an entrepreneur at heart. And, you know, every good entrepreneur is always looking for a problem to solve. And I had been traveling the country, going to all these different real estate seminars, masterminds, conferences. And all I heard agents complain about was, following up their internet leads. So I decided I'm going to figure out a solution to this problem because I already know that there's huge demand for it. Uh, so, So that is somewhat of a purpose, but it really has to be much more deeper than that. And so once I started the company and I started hiring staff and I started training up individuals to make calls and we got to see the impact that it made on the lives that we touched each and every day, the agents on the teams, the team leaders, being able to grow their business and create freedom in their life. But more importantly, the callers in our um, world headquarters—we got to see the impact that it made in their lives. You know, we always promote from within. We have many different steps in our org chart for people to, you know, work up in through the org chart and create all these experiences that leave them walking the stage with multiple job offers, or they get hired into an entry-level position, but they actually get to skip two of the entry-level positions and and start three levels up the chain. And so. That's why I say at Rockabox, our purpose is to move people forward, right? We move them through the sales pipeline. We help people improve their business, but we also help the people's lives improve. And so that's really where it starts is you have to have a deeper meaning, a deeper why before you start any of this other stuff like huddles and masterminds and things like that. But once you have that, then, like you said, Jeff, yes, we do start off every single one of our shifts with a daily huddle. It's a really great routine. It's a system that we have in place. Uh, it's a four step process. If you go to our, actually our Facebook page, facebook.com slash rockerbox, give us a like and go check out our video library because we have a lot of live streams of these actual things that we've done. Um, But it's very simple. You know, it's a a simple process. We kick off every single shift with a huddle because we understand that people come into the office, they have lives, they have things going on, they have distractions, they have relationships, they have schoolwork, they have you know, family stress, whatever that might be. And so we want everybody to start off on the right foot so that we can, you know, agree on what it is that we're going to accomplish and set out on that journey together and help each other celebrate those successes. So our our huddle is really, it's a simple four-step process, not to get into it too deep, but it starts with recognition, right? There's a million different ways you can recognize people. There's scoreboards, there's statistics, there's core values that you live by it's not too hard to figure out how to recognize people in your organization. The next thing is education, because we're firm believers that every day when you show up to work, you should be improving yourself and becoming a better version of yourself. So there's there's script and role play practice. There's objection handlers. There's, you know, things that are we're changing within the policies and, and, and systems and procedures. You know, just what are we going to do to level ourselves up one step today? Um, the third part is a lot of fun. We call it the connection. Uh, portion. And it's really just an opportunity for people to kind of, um, connect with one another. And so the way we started, this was just with some conversation starter cards that ask like some thought-provoking question, like, Hey Jeff, what was your favorite you know superhero as a kid? Hmm. You know, and it's not something you normally share with people in your office, but once you force everybody to have that, you know, that moment right. to think about it and share with other people and, and, well, and explain your, it, wait, wait, my wait. favorite, I was never really into superheroes. Um, I kind of skipped the whole comic book. You know thing, what I was going to do? What's that? Thundercats. Thundercats? You yeah. remember
0: Thundercats? That I was do, my generation. That if I had to pick person. one,
1: I would say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's they were pretty legit. Angelo, he was the cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, he was the one who had to f- have fun, right? So, um, but anyway, you ask these questions, you, you, you get to connect with each other learn something that you maybe not uh, normally wouldn't on a typical shift. And then the last thing is motivation. You know, we got to, we got to kick the shift off. we got to set some goals. We want to, we want to state them, you know, publicly and and have our peers hold us accountable and help us celebrate our success. So that's the fourth step is motivation. So it really is that simple. That's a system. It's a process. It's something that happens every single day, like a well-oiled machine. And it's, it's something that has an impact that helps us move our lives forward. One of the things that I think is interesting is a lot of people listening probably bring people
0: into their organization with the hope that that person never wants to leave their organization and we've been working a lot recently on the three different models of a successful business and that is the interdependent which is probably your your traditional real estate brokerage where they bring somebody in and they don't give you a lot of support but they do a lot of like the listing input and making sure everything is broker compliance Um, you have your independent model which is someone's completely independent pretty much running on their own and then you have a dependent model And it's interesting in your model, it's more of the dependent model. I would say you have someone comes in, they get all the support there. Someone watches over them. But the thing that's interesting, looking at it, how it's different than a typical residential real estate team is you do know in the end, they're probably not staying inside of your organization. Mm -hmm. So you're a stepping stone for them. And it reminded me of the book, The Dream Manager. I'm not sure if you've read that book before, but it kind of showcases a company that's in the janitorial business. They have over 700 employees and they come to recognize that the people that work as janitors, that's not their dream job, life job. That's a stepping stone Mm -hmm. to realize their dream of starting a restaurant or starting a car wash or whatever the case might be. And once they recognize that, they put this huge emphasis in helping people become a better version of themselves so they could leave the company. Mm -hmm. And you ask yourself like, why would you help someone leave the company? Which is exactly what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. right? Now. And it's because it's the culture of success and giving and influencing. And if you're building that culture, people will be happy while they're there, you'll get great work out of them. And more people will want to be a part of it. And I think that's exactly what you've built at Rockerbox.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. And and you're absolutely right. We we do. I mean, like I said, it, it's it's up on the wall. Move people forward. We understand people came to College Station to earn a degree and pursue some professional career. Um, while they're at Rockerbox, they have wonderful experiences that they can build, wonderful connections that they can make, and uh, you know they really learn what they can't learn in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And then we and then when they walk the stage, we celebrate that. I mean, every, there's three graduations a year. We we normally have a handful of people graduating. Uh, we do have some people that we've retained their talents and they stay with Rockerbox. But even then, they normally stick around for about a year or two, and then they get what I call big city itis. You know, they want to move back to the big city—Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, whatever that might be—and uh, that's exciting. We celebrate that. And uh, what's what's even more of a, a heartwarming uh, 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 example is this year at our annual awards ceremony. We have a big Christmas party every year. We have a big awards ceremony and. You know, it's like a full big catered deal and dance and really a uh, great uh, investment that we make to show our employees appreciation. Well, this year we had nearly 15 former employees come back and, uh, because they wanted to be a part of it. And we had them up on stage and recognized them for coming back. But it was such a, a wonderful opportunity for them to actually share with our existing employees where they're at in their life. That's right. cool. Where they're at, at some big company now or some big city or they, you know, they, they're at their entry level job, but they got to skip a couple, you know, of the crappy entry level positions to be where they're at today. And uh, it was just very exciting for our, our current staff to get to mingle and interact with some of our form, former employees to see, sure. you know, how impactful this part time sure. job can really be in their life. It was interesting. My wife and
0: I were recently, like yesterday, we're just talking about my daughter, Jocelyn, who's 15. And this summer she turned 16. So we're buying her a car from my grandma, a Honda Accord. It's a used 2007 Honda Accord. Keep her humble as much as possible.
1: Single owner. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, we were talking about how it's so funny as youth, like they always are complaining about school and saying it's not worth their time. And she doesn't want to have to get a normal job because what's the point? You know, what is she going to really learn there? And my wife and I went through all the different jobs we had growing up as kids, even before we were 18, all the little things we did and how it built our character. And you Mm -hmm. think about the person that all of us are today as everyone's listening and you and I are in the interview, we are who we are based on the people we've met, the podcasts we've listened to, the books that we've read, the experiences that we've had. And you think about your callers, and I create this parallel for all of those out there that are running real estate teams that want their agents to be making calls as well. How much stronger of communicators have they become after talking to thousands of clients when they've tried Mm -hmm. to... You know, convert these leads, just having all this dialogue and learning the dialogue scripts and learning how to overcome objections and losing the fear of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do on this phone call? Or what if I fail? What if I make a mistake? they've put themselves in such a stronger position compared to their peers. And it's funny when I think back, and I haven't thought a lot about this, but I worked at two different call centers when I was in high school, um, which has helped me in my real estate career immensely, helped me on my mission strip, helps me in my normal day-to-day interaction with people. And so I think everyone listening, if you're not hiring a third party, you know, virtual assistant solution or ISA or OSA to scrub leads, your agents should be doing it first and foremost, and they should be failing forward and getting the confidence they need to go out and build their own business. So mm-hmm. let's get into the product a little bit. I don't typically do this when I bring vendors on, but I think it's important we talk about it. I think you guys are the best company out there right now as a ISA or OSA solution for real estate agents that aren't making the calls or there's a certain category of leads, like the new internet leads that they don't want to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like in a couple of minutes, just explain really quick, what is Rockerbox? First off, what's the name Rockerbox come from? And then exactly specifically, how do you guys service your leads? Like what's yeah. the process?
1: Great intro there. The rocker box, the name comes from an old gold mining tool used back in the 19th century to separate sand and gravel from gold. And when I was, you know, a long time ago trying to come up with the name for the company, I, you know, was doing all sorts of Googling and research and you know, I knew it was something prospecting based, something, you know, picking up the phones, making dials here. And I was doing some research on gold mining and I found this tool called a rocker box. And the picture that popped up was this picture of this guy out. In, like he just looked like it probably be 125 degrees outside he looked hot and sweaty and he had this 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 rickety looking box and he was just he was at it, he was doing his thing. And it was the perfect analogy that I needed for our business because you know the work is monotonous, it's tedious, it sucks, it's hot, it's sweaty. And you are literally working with this giant pile of dust and dirt and sand and gravel that we all, we we can all see with our own plain eyes. But what it requires is a lot of work to find those little bitty flakes of gold. And so that makes the work all worthwhile. And so this is the perfect analogy for what we do because obviously that's what internet leads are. They're, most of them are junk. Most of them are crap. Uh, you get Scooby-Doo's, looky you know, People register the wrong information or people register, they're not ready to buy for years. Uh, it takes a lot of work to find those little bit of flakes of gold and so that's essentially the problem that we solve is we give agents that shortcut that they can work with just the motivated buyers and sellers they don't have to spend their time scrubbing through all these cold leads to find those few people that actually require their expertise and um Uh, it's essentially three strategies that we, that we deploy to, to find all those flakes of gold. It's, it's all about instant response, right? When someone registers, you got to call them right away. They're in an emotional state. Something happened in their life. There's a reason why they're on your website. You got to figure out what that is, figure out what their needs and motivation are. If you don't get a hold of them the first time around, you got to do what? keep calling them Again. a whole bunch whole bunch of times, right? right? You don't you don't you can't go to your Google Ads rep and get a, a refund on this lead that you registered because you only decided to call them one time. No, they, they take your money to the bank and they cash your check. So you need to call, you need to make the, the necessary investment in these leads to get the proper return. Uh, and then if you do get someone on the phone and they're a long term lead and what I mean by that is they're not in that 90 day buying window. If they're in a 90 day buying window, they need to be speaking with an agent because that's when you can have some influence. You can start making some recommendations. You can start bringing them into your world showing them your processes and your systems and the things that you're going to do to help them with this transaction. But if they're not a hot lead, what happens then? Well, we know most agents just kick them to the curb and pray that they raise their hand again someday when they're ready to buy. But that's not how you convert leads. You got to stay in touch with those leads as well. So you got to keep calling them indefinitely until the end of time. And so those are the three things that we do just immediately, persistently, and indefinitely. And uh, that's what helps us create um, such great conversion for our clients. And Um, you know, help them close more deals.
0: Yep. And we know you guys do an awesome job. Uh, We've used you and we have tons of clients, both in elite real estate systems and agents at our broker, KW elite that have used you and continue to use you. And I've never heard anything negative. And I, I still believe agents should be the people that are making the call first and foremost, but the reality 99% of the time is the agent isn't making the 10 dials, leaving two voicemails, sending two text messages, starting a drip email campaign, making sure that the lead is in the right category. Then it's followed up the right amount of times based on the category that it's in, mm-hmm. it is cumbersome. Just mm-hmm. like you said, well, you know, with that analogy. Um, Rockerbox is the solution for that. Rockerbox.com, R-O-K-R-B-O-X.com. I'm sure you guys have some type of a demo someone can jump through. Be sure to reference this podcast in ERS. I'm sure they'll have some special discount for you guys if you go that route. Josh, I wanted to share a story quickly that I heard at church. It's probably been a couple years ago, but it stayed with me ever since I heard it. And it has to do with prospecting for gold. Mm -hmm. Uh, Literally the Rockerbox analogy. You maybe have heard this story before, but The story goes something like a young prospector goes to Colorado or California during the gold rush and comes across a very wealthy and prominent prospector. And he says, well, of course it's so easy for you, you know where to look, right? And that's the kind of old adage of when someone gets into real estate, well, so of course, this person that sells all these million dollar houses can be so successful, it's so easy for them, right? And the man that had been doing it for quite some time was going down the mountain to kind of cash in all of his gold. And this young prospector was saying, well, you know, where's the spot you go look? What's the special technique? He said, you've got all those big gold nuggets. And I think about it as an agent prospecting, looking for this million dollar listing lead and the experienced prospector pulls out his big bag of nuggets and opens it up. And it's just millions of little flakes of gold. Mm-hmm. And this new prospector had this vision that this successful gold prospector is successful because they find all these big gold nuggets when the reality is. And I and I get shivers talking about this kind of stuff because the person that wins the biggest loses the biggest. They're willing to face fear and face failure and g- grow from it, but they're not having big wins. They're just having mm-hmm. tons of little wins. They're selling 107. I mean, we become the number one team in Nebraska and have been for 10 years selling $180,000 houses. We became the number one team in the world at Berkshire Hathaway selling $220,000 houses. We're not selling million dollar houses in Malibu or $4 mm-hmm. million dollar houses in Malibu, just like the gold prospector. Do you find nuggets once in a while? Sure. Sure. They come across these crazy big nuggets and make tons of money off of them. And that's the fun part of the job. But the reality is the hard part of the job is the blood, sweat, and tears of seeing this big pile of rubble dust and rock and shaking it. So Rockerbox obviously is an awesome name for the company. Um, and your story is awesome on how you chose to name it. It's a perfect analogy. And for those companies out there right now listening that have agents that just simply don't want to shake the Rockerbox, <laughs> let, let Rockerbox do it for you. It's super inexpensive. like. So I got thousand to 1500, depending on the plan you're on, it's super inexpensive. They found one lead. I think we figured out once Josh, you and I talking about it, it was like one lead uncovered every four months they break even. Yep. And these guys are highlighting leads daily. So mm-hmm. Total no-brainer, the challenge I've found, and we've had the same experience, I own a call center that generates um, typically investor leads, it's called thousand calls. The biggest challenge we've had is we highlight all these leads and hand them over to the agents. And the agents don't know how to overcome the new objections that they get once they've Gotten a highlighted lead because they never have made the initial phone calls and don't know how to overcome objections. Your people are experts. They hand the lead over. The person says, Yeah, I'm interested. And then they throw one more rebuttal at your agent. And the agent's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. So, with that in mind, be sure to sign up for Elite Real Estate Systems Dialogue Training. It's only $97 a month for agents every Monday, every Wednesday. It's eight hours of content a month. And then the team leader coaching product, we're offering a special discount right now, 50% off. Um, normally it's a thousand dollars. We'll give it to you for 497. That gives you the team leader call every Thursday, unlimited seats in the agent training on Mondays and Wednesdays. And we just launched investor training in January, 2021. So all of 2021, you'll get investor training for no additional cost. So 500 bucks a month, it ends up being like, I want to say four hours a week. So 16 hours a month of content. Um, it's a group coaching platform, but it's a, it's a no brainer and you'll get the training necessary. So when Rockerbox highlights that lead for you, your agents are going to know how to overcome that objection. So for, for more information on the ERS product, be sure to go out to ERS or simply elite realestatesystems.com click on the coaching link at the top. And there's like a little cartoon that will tell you about our product offering and our pricing and all of that fun stuff. Josh, this has been awesome. Um, I know you're going to talk on millennial engagement and have an awesome keynote ready to go um, unveiled to us at the team building summit in May. So I really appreciate you accepting uh, the opportunity to do that. Rockerbox yep. uh, staff will also be there. There'll be about five to 10 people from college station that are going to come out. So if you guys want to meet some of these callers, you'll get to meet them firsthand at the team building summit, and you guys will have a booth there as well. And I'm sure some amazing offers for everybody in attendance there at the team building summit. So if you guys haven't picked up your ticket, go out, elite real, estate, elite real estate systems.com, click on event. Uh, we have an Eventbrite link there. You can buy your ticket. I think normally it's like $500. And I think we're discounting that to four, uh, $397 right now. So it, 397 gets you three nights, uh, parties, events, drinks, gets you two days of lunches, gets you coffee uh, throughout the entire event. Um, of course, the content at the event gets you access, access to our Google Drive, which contains all of our intellectual property. The value is insane. Nobody leaves and says it wasn't worth it. Everyone says it was more than they expected. And there is going to be a lot of surprises this year as well that people are not anticipating. So you <laughs> want to be there. We have a lot of other awesome keynotes in addition to Josh. Uh, that are coming. Gary Boomershine with Real Estate Investor will be there. We've got Brian Kraft, who's one of uh, the top um, expansion agents in the country who does farmland and hunting tracks. We've got uh, Carl Fong Yee uh, is going to be coming from Miami. They have a very successful, they're the number one Berkshire Hathaway team in Miami, Florida. He'll be keynoting um, and a couple other surprises. So stay tuned, go out to the teambuildingsummit.com to learn more about the event, to see the schedule and what other speakers are going to be there. Also, be sure to go out to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We're going to go get a thousand reviews this year. So if you found that this uh, these episodes are valuable to you, please give us a five-star review. It's important to us, and it's most important that other people find this podcast when they search team building. And by you putting that review out there, more people are going to see it. So please go out. It takes two seconds. Scroll down. People would like, where's the review? You have to scroll down once you get in there, and you'll see it. Give us five stars. Give a shout out to Josh for doing such a great job today. Josh, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you as we? close this
1: up yeah just check us out at rockerbox.com again it's spelled r-o-k-r-b-o-x.com uh, we're actually about to launch a new web- website here in the next week or two so there'll be a lot more Ooh, content cool. on there for you to check out so awesome well, yeah will be I'm to very
0: to all right man well appreciate you coming on lots of great content today for us to be thinking about and look forward to seeing you in may certainly yeah i'm very excited about it thanks jeff